not quite a hotel, and news of her adopted daughter. In turn, May Rose sent letters about the orphanage and news of Evie's family. Neither May Rose nor Hester has a husband to write about. Neither has a child of her own. Hester is dying. The idea is not yet real, only the compulsion to come as she asked. Help and consolation come first. There will be time later for grieving. A man enters the waiting room, stands along a wall, and opens a newspaper. He seems watchful, perhaps not a traveler, but a thief, alert for opportunity. Rumpled travelers enter from doors on the track side of the station. Some go toward the restrooms, others line up at ticket windows, then drop onto benches throughout the room. A man chooses the bench opposite May Rose. She tightens her grip on the valise. Someone supposed to come for you? Suspenders hold the speaker's pants over his broad belly. He wears no jacket, and his shirt collar is unbuttoned. She does not like his question. Soon. Me and my wife are going home to Norlands, he says. We just buried her sister. At that moment, a stout young woman plops down beside the man on the bench and May Rose's suspicions ease. Her sister worked for Western Electric, the man says. Was on that ferry that tipped over. The Eastland, did you hear of it? May Rose smiles a sympathetic greeting to the wife. I did. How terrible. The woman shakes her head in wonderment. That was on their way to a company picnic. She worked for Western since she'd come north. She loved that job, but she was going to quit because she was getting married. More'n eight hundred drowned. We was going to come for the wedding. I'm sorry for your loss. Thank you. Folks has been kind. A newspaper man got our story. The woman reaches into a carpet bag, pulls out a kerchief, and swipes her eyes. He said somebody should pay. At least my sister left no orphans. She sniffs and nods toward Evie. Is that your girl? My granddaughter, Mayrose says. Couldn't be. You don't look no older than me. Her mother is my stepdaughter. Evie is nine. Evie sits up. My ma is Wanda Wyatt. My pa is dead. Mayrose gives her a squeeze. She's a good traveler. On the night express, Mayrose dozes part of every hour. Given the rocking of the train, she doubts she'd rest better in a sleeping car. Nothing bad ever happens at a good time, like when she is rested and unburdened by the needs of others. But there are few times like that, and she cannot ignore the urgency of the telegram's request. Hester would not ask her to leave the orphanage and make this long trip just to say goodbye. At Wheeling, she and Evie have a few hours layover. You're good company, she tells Evie. The girl is more than good company. Having someone to guide and protect has helped May Rose endure the trip. During the layover, they walk in the sunshine, buy apple muffins from a depot vendor, then sit inside for shade and air moved slowly by a ceiling fan. Mid-afternoon, they board again for the last and shortest portion of their trip. Near dusk, the conductor passes through the car, calling Grafton, West Virginia. She gives Evie the last clean kerchief to wipe her face and hands. Soot lies over everything because it's been another stifling day and passengers have kept their windows open. May Rose's skirt is damp, 
wrinkled and stuck to the seat. She tries to pin up hair that's come undone. Evie gives back the kerchief. When will we find Ma? It's reasonable for the girl to hope. I'm not sure, Mayro says. Your Ma may be on her way home. Maybe our trains have passed. As the train slows, Evie stands at the window. Maybe she's here, waiting for us. Their train rattles past loaded coal cars and rail yard sheds. May Rose pulls on her cleaner pair of gloves, then sits on the edge of her seat and watches like Evie, though she doesn't expect to see anyone she knows. Then she has a glimpse of someone she does know, and her heart catches. She rises to see better and quickly sits back so as not to be seen. It's Hester's brother, Barlow Townsend. The train's brakes squeal. They must meet sometime. She's not ready. No.